again it's on and i'm in my bag it's your girl tiana smalls aka coach cooch and i'm back for another episode of in my bag podcast first of all i just want to let you guys know that i missed you guys so much but for the first time in my life it is really hard juggling it all as you guys already know like i told you before i'm getting into finance i'm also still a real estate agent in the state of new york i have a child i have a husband those are jobs to do and i'm just like studying things doing my podcast plus i took on another hobby a hobby not getting any money for it just a hobby and i'll tell you guys about that a little later i just want to make sure i'm gonna stick with my little hobby i like to have hobbies and be busy because i think that when you're busy focusing on your grind you don't really have time to like wonder like why somebody didn't call you or be all up in your husband face or your boyfriend face you know i always tell girls you gotta keep yourself busy but now i'm finally at my limit so sometimes it's hard for me to update the podcast as much as i would like to but also i like to have a lot to talk about when i talk to you guys so here it go episode number four <laughs> so first of all um last week too i was supposed to make a new podcast i was a little trained okay the nipsey also funeral and everything that was going on with that it really drained me now I wasn't the biggest Nipsey Hussle fan as far as his music is concerned. Like I told you guys, I have a few of ones that I really like a lot. But it wasn't like I was his biggest fan. It's not like it was like Monica or somebody I listened to my whole life. But I don't know. Is it just me? But that funeral just made me like extra sad. It just had me worn out. And let me tell you something. I freaking love his mom. Oh my God. His mom... Her spirit is like everything I needed at the moment. She was just so calm. She was just so cool. And I just really like loved her. So I loved her spirit. And um, I just think it's real ridiculous how people went to the funeral and they received that beautiful program that they gave out to the people that came to the funeral. It was like an obituary slash concert. It was like everything. Okay. Um, Mindy Weiss had a lot to do with that funeral, so that was really good. And people was trying to sell the program on eBay. It's like, when are you MFs ever going to get any class? But eBay found out, and they straight up shut it down. So, ugh, I, I just do not like that. But what I am happy about, what I'm seeing in the aftermath of the funeral, is that people are starting to show other people especially us street warriors what nipsey and i have in common is that we're people that want to see our people make it we're people that invested in our neighborhood that's not a lot believe it or not a lot of people got money but to invest in your neighborhood that's like a real big thing so everybody doesn't do that so we're street warriors we want to we want to educate you we're like hood people that you know think on another higher level so it made people show love for the first time in a long time i felt a lot of love for my followers they were telling me all the things that they learned from me and what they learned from coach cooch which is me so i really enjoyed that and i 
thought it was like time for people to give people their flowers while they're here. You know, like when I'm gone, I can't hear about how my book made your ex made you leave your ex. Or I can't hear about how I encouraged you to get your credit fixed. These are the things that will be nice to hear now while I'm still alive. And sometimes, believe it or not, whether you're smart or whether you're a street warrior or not, sometimes you need to hear those things. Sometimes it just encourages you and bless you. So shout out to everybody who like showed that kind of love to me. I really uh, appreciated that, okay? And another thing I want to talk about is that I am so sick of seeing that meme that says like there's a Nipsey in your hood. You just don't support that person. I don't agree with that. And if it is a Nipsey from my hood, I would like to know who. Yeah, it might be people that's like Nipsey-ish or somebody that's smart in the hood, which is me because I feel like that's me. Or it might be somebody that raps that is very prolific. But you can't really say there's another Nipsey hustle in the hood and we just don't show love. Like, in my opinion, there's not another Nipsey hustle. Just like there's not another Tiana Smalls or Coach Cooch. There's not another Roy. There's not another Cass. There's not another Gaspar. It's not another person. All you can do is, you know, like Lauren London said at the funeral, you can experience that person or you may have things similar to that person. But to embody that person again, you won't be able to do that. I'm just mad that I didn't know. I always knew he was smart based on that documentary I told you guys I watched. But I didn't know he had so much going on up there in the head. And a lady recently posted, I don't know if she's his lawyer or what, but she recently posted a list of books that Nipsey Hussle read because that was the thing that Lauren said at the funeral. She said, like, what she admired about him is that he sat there and listened to audio books before he went to sleep. And a lot of people don't know that. Even It's even good for your kids to go to sleep listening to literature, whether it's financial literature, whether it's their schoolwork. It is really a good tool to listen to those things. They even say, like, when you're pregnant, if you put the headphones on a baby, with, if it's a book or if it's Mozart that you're playing, that the child will come out smart. I really believe those things. Those are things that a lot of old school people believe in, and I believe in it. So get you a pen and paper, and I'm going to tell you some of the books that Nipsey Hussle read. I thought that was, like, pretty interesting. So first one was Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins. The next one was Power Economics by Claude Anderson. That sounds really good. I would like to check that out. Uh, Revolutionary Suicide by Huey P. Newton. I know that's deep. Sacred Woman by Queen Afua, Seize the Time by Bobby Seale, Steve Jobs, a biography by Walter Isaacson, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, I've heard of that book before, The Book of Change by I Ching, okay, I have to check that one out, Rework by Jason Fry, I mean, there's a lot of books here. And, of course, he read 48 Laws of Power. A lot of people like that book. And if you ever heard a man read that book, I'm not talking about Nipsey, God bless the dead, but I'm talking about in general. If you ever heard a man read, if he read 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, he most likely went to jail. Oh, my God. 48 Laws of Power is like the jail book. Like, everybody think they could play mind games on you once that re- once they read that book. And it's a pretty good book, don't get me wrong, because it does teach you a lot of strategies but 
it doesn't work on everybody. So I just wanted to name a few books that Nipsey read. And I'm going to try to post this on Coach Cooch Instagram. You already know, at Coach Cooch, C-O-A-C-H, Cooch, on my Instagram. So you can see the full list in its, in its entirety. So I thought that was really good. I always say you will become the smartest person in the room if you read. I would like to read a little bit more. I always educate myself with different articles, but reading is really important. So I wanted to talk about that. And before I talk more or before I get into the real tea of this whole Nipsey Hustle aftermath, I wanted to address uh, what I said on my last episode, episode three. I said that Lauren will be okay. couple of my viewers wrote me about that on Instagram. They said, well, well, Tiana, Coach Cooch, what did you mean by Lauren will be okay? When I said that Lauren will be okay, I meant it in a positive way, first of all. I don't have no tea on Lauren. If I had some tea on Lauren, I would have been blew it up. So I don't have no tea, like she messing with some dude or something and she'll be okay. No, that's not what I meant. What I meant by she'll be okay is that many women are have went through what Lauren is going through. And what I gathered from those women, because I always listen to my friends. I have a few friends who lost their significant other. Plus, I'm very cool with uh, Sean Bell's late fiance as well. And me and her talked one-on-one about death. And it's on my YouTube, and you can check it out. We talked about death and how she was feeling. I mean, if you don't know about the Sean Bell case, Sean Bell got killed about 10 years ago from the police in New York, my hometown. On the day of his wedding. So I'm sure that's like the worst story ever in life. And you know. She has now just blossomed into a woman. She remarried. She has another daughter. And life is good for her. And I feel like women are built for her. And I feel like when we receive her. It will make us even better. So that when I say she'll be okay. I'm meaning like she's going to be okay. This situation is going to make her stronger. It's going to make her wiser. And with God, God heals all. I learned in church a long time ago. That it's not time that heals all. It's God that heals all. So I'm praying for her. And I hope that she be okay. And I have personal friends. Like my good friend Shawanda. She also has a podcast. Shawanda's World. Where she talks about her loss. Her husband was murdered about two years ago, and it's devastating to her still. So, and um, she's supposed to be opening up an organization, and I really hope she does that because that organization can help a lot of women that's going through the same thing. And now, y'all just know Lauren London, you know, but it's a lot of women who went through that. And when um, Nipsey Funeral was going on, a few of my other friends was like, wow, this remind me when my baby father got killed back in the day. So there's so many women that's dealing with this. And I want them to all come together and make it like happen. But let me tell you guys about the tea now. Because a lot of people was going in on Nipsey Hussle's baby mother. Okay. Her name is Tanisha. On Facebook, she goes by Tanisha. Ask Getum. I don't know how he says his last name. But she took on his last name years ago and she started this facebook page for her family and friends however if you nosy enough you could go on the facebook page and read and i went all the way back to 2012 2013 i wanted to see where her headspace was and then she also is known on instagram as china 
hustle c-h-y-n-a now a lot of people was getting on this girl because she made a beautiful post about her child's father and people felt like she was out of pocket for it they feel like he was engaged you have no right to put your post up and as a married woman i'm gonna tell you my opinion i think that's full of shit i think that girl has the right to post whatever it is she want because her memories with nipsey is her memories with Nipsey. Lauren memories with, with Nipsey is Lauren's memories. You can't go and tell somebody how to mourn. You can't go and tell somebody like, oh, you shitted on him when he was alive, so why are you crying now? In the end of the day, couples go through stuff. Whether they was together for a day, a year, whether they didn't let her speak on television, everybody ain't meant to speak on television. Let's be real. So his family took their due diligence to say, all right, you chill. You're not going to speak this time. That doesn't take away from the fact that they did mention her in the program, that she was his first love. So, in the end of the day, she has a right to express her her mourning. She had a baby with this man. And what y'all don't understand about when you have a child, even though she has two other children, and they say two other baby daddies, I don't care about all that. Point of the matter is, is that when you have a child with a man, you share a special bond with the man that... Is never going to die until one of y'all die. That's how it's going to break. Whether y'all was together or not. And it, and the pictures that I saw from back in the day, he was certainly with this girl. So if she put up a post about him dying, it's hurting her. You got to respect that. This is the woman who put his store and her name back in the day. This is the woman that was there for him. Even if she's hood, she got lean on her page from back in the day and all that. We can't judge that. That don't mean she doesn't miss him. And so what? They probably was beefing. I could show you a lot of baby daddies and baby mamas that beef all goddamn day. And they still love each other. They still have feelings for each other. Or sometimes you, we all have exes that you may have somebody that you loved in your past, but you just can't fuck with them like that. They're not on your level. They're not where you're at now. But that doesn't mean that you don't have that genuine love for her. So, like I said, I don't know how his relationship was with his baby mother. Because the word on the street is he didn't follow her and the sister don't follow him. And I like the sister. She a little hood, but I like her. And we all hood, so it all makes sense. But I don't care. It's her right to say she's going to miss him. Because she probably was one of those women that believed that he will always be here. I think that's what a lot of black women especially, we always don't think about like what's next. We don't, black people in general, we don't like to talk about the afterlife. Your parents be in the 60s, 70s. You don't even ask them how they want their funeral to be. Who do they want in charge of their things? Like, we don't speak about that in the black community. And that is a problem. You understand what I'm saying? Because death is inevitable. So, I think that girl had a right to say uh, what she felt. And I feel like nobody could take that from her. Her memories are her memories. And I would say that even if it was me, you know. Somebody has memories with me that you may not know about. Or somebody might have memories of my husband that I don't know about. Somebody might have memories of my father that my mama don't know about. Everybody has memories. As long as it's respectful, because I am the wife, I can tell you you're not coming to the funeral. Period. But as long as everybody respectful, it's all good to me. So let me tell you guys another reason why I've been so MIA and so busy. My son, Cass, who is you guys' virtual nephew has started daycare 
school rather I took I put them more in a school environment and um ever since before I even moved to Delaware I was going like in and out checking out places and I would like how places look but I just it was like not connecting for me and I'm a person that you know, I'm I'm with the soul. I'm with the energy. The energy gotta be there. That's who I am. I'm like an energyist, if that's a word. <laughs> energist. I'm an energist. I like to like check out the energy. See how it will help my son. See how it will benefit me as a parent because I already taught my son a lot. My son knows his ABCs. Even if you skip a letter, he knows to keep going. My son knows his numbers from 1 to 20. He's 2 years old. So I needed a school that would keep that going. Not just let him play in Play-Doh all day. But this school, when I walked in, the lady in the front desk had a baby on her lap. And I don't know. That really just blew my mind. Because, you know, you see these people at the front desk at daycares. They just be trying to get you in and out. But her energy, she had like a little hood energy too. So I liked her. And I... My energy told me that this woman loves children. And funny thing is, when I ended up getting to know her, she don't even have kids. So that is crazy. So she was an assistant director handling, like, the business in the front desk. And I don't know. When I walked into school, I just felt really good about it. And so, therefore, I got my son in, and we're taking it day by day. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I feel like an emotional wreck because it's like my son is in a school all day, uh, you know, while me and his father's hustling in a new town. And what I, I got to tell you, like, we only been in Delaware only like two months, a little bit over two months. So it's still a transition for us as well as all the things I got going on. I am a real estate agent, but I have to build a career as well because real estate to me is more like a side thing that I do that I absolutely love is my favorite job in the whole world but you know I have to keep money coming in so I can afford these real estate acquisitions that I want to purchase it's a lot it's a lot I don't I don't give a what these hoes say on Instagram trying to get into this real estate investment game it's a lot of money plus pay your regular bills plus having a kid plus having a family I mean it's crazy and you know about what was it a week ago a week or two ago, I threw my parents a 35th wedding anniversary dinner. It came out so beautiful. Shout out to the whole Smalls family for taking that two-hour trip from Brooklyn to Delaware to show my parents love. So, I really appreciate that. Well, talking about my parents, I know something that my daddy T would not like. And I don't care if it's your favorite sister in the world. My girl, your girl, Beyonce... She did something that I am just really upset about, okay? Beyonce redid the song, Before I Let You Go. You know that song, Before I Let You Go. You know, when all your aunts get drunk off the henny and everybody get in the middle of the floor doing a two-step. Ah, I can see it right now. I want you to know that that song of her doing it over is not Coach Cooch approved. Okay? If I had a sound effect, it would go, hmm. All right? It's not Coach Cooch approved. I don't know who approved this fuckery. Yeah, I had to say it with the extra F. Okay? Don't play this podcast around your kids, motherfucker. Okay? Because I don't understand who approved 
this fuckery, but let me tell you something. Some things are just not made to be remade. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like somebody trying to do, you can achieve it. It's electric. Trying to do an electric side over. Or that's like somebody trying to sing, unbreak my heart over. Or somebody trying to sing, the boy is mine. No. Some things you just got to leave it alone. It's a hit already. Don't, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I can't wait to call my father. And play that song for him. Because my father's going to have a fucking heart attack. He's going to be like, what? Who did that? Jay-Z girl? Who told her to do that? Uh-uh. Now, Yontay not a saying now. But she should never make that song over. It sounds so bad. I'm sorry. Like, I understand people love Beyonce. And we all love Beyonce. But it can't be like we just let her do whatever the fuck she want now. Come on. This is crazy. Okay? So, I'm not happy about the Before I Let You Go remix. The WPs are, you know who the WPs are, white people. They're very happy about the remake. But I'm not happy because I know the original song. I know the feeling that it brings to people when it comes on. I know how my aunties run from the front of the room all the way to the back of the floor where the dance floor is at to go and mess it up. I know how the DJ be letting us sing some of it. They be like, before I let you. And everybody be like, ah. Everybody be hyped. And... I, I don't I don't like it. I'm sorry. I want to know your opinion. Make sure you log on to my Instagram so we can talk about it. Because I don't appreciate this. Whew. And I love Beyonce. But I, I can't co-sign that. And I'm not going to co-sign that. I'm tired of everybody just co-signing fuckery. Shit that just don't make sense. Don't make over that song. If you don't have nothing else to do, sometimes you just got to be a mom and go to Central Pay and bungee jump or you know go ride a motorcycle go do something but don't make over before i let you go it's a lot of songs that i just i'm gonna make a whole list of songs that nobody better effing ever remake or i'm gonna have a heart to attack okay and talking about singers or lack thereof uh <laughs> this girl if you know me for a long time you know that she's not one of my favorite people but i have to report the news so this is what's going on Singer, or lack thereof, Ciara, husband, Russell Wilson, becomes the highest paid player in the NFL, okay? He received a $140 million extension with a $65 million bonus to continue playing for the Seahawks. Now, if you already know, you know, A, I'm not a fan of Ciara's. B, I don't watch NFL because you already know after the Kaepernick thing, I wasn't into it, and I never was into football. I'm an NF, I'm an NBA type of girl, so it's not my thing. But what I am into is money, and I can tell you that Ciara is in her bag, literally, okay? She getting that paper, and I may not like her, but let me tell you something. If you got to get dissed by a man, and you got to have a fucked up baby daddy, that's how you come back, Okay? Her man is making so much money right now, and she's married to him. So, she's going to have her a little something for the rest of her life if they do it right. And she's a Scorpio like my sister Honey, and they know how to save a dollar. So, they know how to stretch a dollar, and they know how to save a dollar. So, I know she's going to be good. And I just feel like, congratulations to her. Just because you don't like someone, don't mean that you can't give them their props. I mean, her laugh, she always had that little fake... WP laugh, but now it sounds a little bit better to me now. It sounds more expensive now. Now she was like, when Andy was like, you know what you smell like? And he was, she was like, 
What do I smell like? He was like, money. She was like, <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> That's the laugh you make when you got a lot of money and a lot of opportunities. So I hope she does a lot for her hometown with that money from a far away, though, because we learned from Nipsey that we can't do nothing up close. But I hope that she do a lot with that money. And I'm not going to lie. I'm happy for the girl. The problem is I never really had a problem with Ciara. The problem was when I met her, she was so pompous, and I just – couldn't deal with it and she was just a bitch to me but it could have been she had a period it could have been a bad day but she's just not my type of chick but i'm happy for any chick that's out here marrying a superstar i was happy when you made it on the Wheaties box i thought that was like amazing like a dream come true now talking about husbands we have to go around the block for this conversation okay all right so if you got the kids with you in the car and you listening to me you better give them your phone and let them listen on the headphones because we got to talk some real tea. And let me tell you something. It's nasty. And it's stanky. And I could not believe my ears when I heard all of this tea. First of all, before I get to the real nasty, stanking, boiling tea, we're going to talk about Wendy Williams' husband. Before we get into that, his nasty tea, we're going to get into she filed for Divorce, oh my God, hallelujah, Shabbat, let's do a praise dance for her, come on, praise him, praise him, praise his name, oh yeah, praise his name, oh, I was never more happier for a person in my life, okay, she filed for divorce, she fired him as her executive producer on show, and let me tell you something, he deserved it. He's a nasty, filthy, dirty dog. Any man to have a baby on you is disgusting. And she even said in her book, she could accept the cheating. But to have a baby on her, she's not going to allow that. And I knew it was going to be over. Nobody, no woman, mostly any woman can't deal with that. Especially a man that's in the child's life. A lot of women have dealt with it. But the kid don't be in their life. They make them, you know, a lot of people make, like, the husband disappear and not be a good father. But the kid gonna be in your life and you accepting that? I mean, if it worked out for you and your husband after that, share with us. Make sure you hit me up, DM me, or you can email, okay? <laughs> email me and let me know what's going on because I don't see how that um could work. So... Besides him getting divorced and getting fired, I know she's so happy. She feels so relieved. Let's get down to that nasty, stinking, boiling tea that your kids can't listen to. So, I was minding my business when I was on Instagram and I saw a clip of an interview with Tasha K. Unwind with Tasha She's this new blogger I told you guys about before. Um, the one that Cardi is suing. Her mouth is reckless. She got a lot better with the mouth, but her content is real, okay? Like, she on her gossip in the city flow, like, telling stuff that nobody should know. So, she had a guest. Okay, so once I saw the clip on Instagram, I was like, hmm, I should click in and see what's going on. And let me tell you something. When I tell you that tea, go ahead and made me bit my lip. It made me bit my lip. It burned it. <laughs> let me tell you something. She had this singer on her YouTube named Al Avion Foster. Okay, Avion Foster. Him and his wife was on her show talking about him having sex with Wendy Williams' husband. Yes, you heard it right. 
Avion Foster, he's a guy that does a lot of Brian McKnight covers. He admitted on this show that he had a sexual relationship with Wendy's husband and that Wendy's husband was managing him at one point last year. And then he used to try to make Avion go to the spa and relax and things of that nature. So he said, like, the first time they went to the spa, he saw little signs that Kevin Hunter may be a little gay, but he ignored it or whatever. Next thing you know, he said, like, okay, he keeps sending me to the spa. If he come in his room, he's gay. When I tell you this man was so transparent, he's talking about this stuff like it's just him and her in the room. That's how good this tea was. And remind you, he's saying all this while his newly his newly wed wedded wife was sitting right there. And let me tell you something. Tasha K gave her some some grapes. She was fucking up them grapes. I think that she definitely is pregnant or something. But we'll get to that later. But the principle of it is, is that Avion was saying that Kevin Hunter spends most of his time with Nikki. That's the name that they call Wendy's husband mistress. Um, and that how he's dumb off of her, stupid off her, how the whole thing came about with Charlemagne not being friends with the Hunter because the mistress really stopped liking Charlemagne. So Kevin made sure that Wendy got rid of Charlemagne. Let's get back to the nasty juice and tea. So he basically said, all right. So finally one day he said when he went back to the spa, Kevin came in, you know, bad body Kevin came into the room. And they started performing oral sex on each other. That's what he said. And he said after he started uh, performing oral sex, it was like, I think he said like nothing happened after that. Until one day, uh, Kevin had Avion staying at the condo that everybody's talking about in Fort Lee, um, New Jersey. And he said that one night he was asleep, minding his business. He, he was butt naked because he sleeps butt naked. I can believe that because I don't like clothes either. I am not a fan of clothes. If you know me, you know I barely ever wear underwear. I don't really like wearing underwear. I don't really like wearing clothes to sleep, bras. My breasts need to sleep on its own perspective sides at night. I'm not a fan. So he said he sleeps naked and he just finished doing number two when Kevin just came into the apartment and just basically like put it in him. Like that was it. So he said that night they both put it in each other. So not only is he putting it in, he's receiving it. That's what this Avion guy is saying. And his wife was pretty okay with the message. So now he's suing Kevin for, you know, like, not only did you mentally abuse me, you sexually abused me, you used me, I never got my funds, you never kept your end of the deal. When I tell you this sounds like a lover scorn, but I know it's the truth, like, when you are the truth, you go by people's energy. And he was just busting, like, breaking down. Like, he was like, oh, you know, Kevin is very small. That's why, you know, that's why Wendy didn't care when he used to cheat. Because all she would do is, like, give him head anyway. But she's just mad about the baby. He didn't go into a lot of details about Wendy. But he went into enough to let you know, like, that he saw Kevin mush Wendy and hit her before and all type of stuff and like I said the wife was just eating grapes the whole time you can check out that interview you can google Avion Foster Tasha K and it'll come right up and let me tell you something that shit is nasty see this is why I don't like guys that are too bravado that is too manly they act so like I'm rough and tough with my afro puffs I hate those type of dudes I don't even like guys that smoke weed because I feel like 
if you smoke weed with a lot of dudes, I feel like after a while, you smoke 13 blunts together, I feel like after a while, one of them are going to become sexy to you. And, and It might be in my imagination. Just my imagination. Maybe. But honestly, like, I just think it's, like, real not my thing at all. Okay, so... Wendy better go ahead out there and get tested. Wendy got to get tested, period, because he was out there having sex with this girl for 10 years. I mean, imagine being married 20 years and your husband had a girlfriend for 10 of those years. Like, oh, who else is out there? You don't even know. So on a good note for Wendy, Wendy and Charlemagne is making up. So that's a really good thing, and I'm excited about that. And when she announced it on show, she seemed to be really happy. She was gushing like a little schoolgirl. I have a feeling, though, that Avion and Wendy are talking, though. And now she's finding out everything. I don't even think the baby made her leave him because she had to been find out about the baby. I think she found out about Avion and what they did because they used to call him Pierre. So Wendy probably was suspecting that Kevin was getting his freak on with Pierre, but she never had no proof. So <laughs> we'll see what goes on with that. But... Like I said, I'm glad her and Charlemagne is back talking because when she said, who is that? And, you know, like act like she didn't know who Charlemagne was. I was very disgusted by that. And I don't think Charlemagne should take it personal, but I don't also don't think he should get too friendly with her, though. Because right now she's trying to find out all the dirt to help her with this divorce case. Don't worry, Wendy. You're still going to have to pay. So don't worry. Even though you cheated and you had a baby, you may not have to pay as much if you can get some type of fraud out of him or something. But you're going to have to... You're going to have to pay, okay? And I want you guys to know that the word on the street is that my girl, Remy Ma, are you dumb? You know, I did that voiceover. The word on the street is she out here giving eye jammies to people, okay? You remember that Britney Taylor girl that was on Love & Hip Hop season, like last season or whatever? Um, She claimed on Instagram that Remy Ma gave her a black eye. I'm hoping that's not true. I'm hoping that Remy being a new mom, she wouldn't allow herself to get that angry to punch this girl in the face. And this girl has like a big black eye on her page on Instagram. You could check it out at Brittany F. Taylor on IG, B R I T T N E Y, if you're trying to see the black eye. It's all over the, the, the blogs, though. And I'm hoping. Remy didn't do that because nothing's worth Remy being in jail. Like, isn't she still on papers? Like, she got to relax. And let me tell you something. Remy is very tall. And her reach is very long. She's like six feet. So that girl looks like a little baby. I hope, I hope, um, I hope Remy didn't do that. That would be so goddamn stupid. Like, I hope she didn't do it. I'm going to pray she didn't do that. Let's pray for her. We're going to pray she didn't do it. Now, before... I really like get down to the nitty gritty or before I give y'all my message this week. I want to talk about I watched two of the Housewives reunion. And I can tell you one thing that I've learned from both episodes. My girl Nene Leaks is so fucking miserable. Oh my God. She was draining me. Oh my goodness. Like all the girls was teaming up on. I'm not going to lie. They was they tired of her shit. They trying to overthrow her. But, like, she was just so draining. And I don't understand why she's so angry. You're making all that money on Bravo. You're getting all that exposure. Like, I would not give a shit what these girls are talking about, what they're trying to do. I know she's going through a lot with her husband. But 
She gonna fuck around and lose the bag. And on this show, we in our bag. We can't lose the bag. The older I get, sometimes I kick myself about some of my decisions that I made because of my pride. And she was even talking reckless to Andy. And she don't understand. Andy ain't the same Andy he was 8 years ago. And 11 years ago. He's not gonna let her talk shit to her. And you know how the master is now. You know, they will let you know that uh, don't bite your owner. Because I'm gonna have to lay you down. And then you be broke out here, like shivering. So... I think that Nene needs to chill. You know, she is the star of the show and all that, but if everybody decides they don't want to film with you, then there is no show. Nobody want to see you and Greg for another season. Bad enough, you hinting that once he's cured from cancer, your ass is out. And, and trust me, Nene, it's going to be hard for you to find another man. So if it does not work out with another man, don't try to get back Greg in. He's about to go ahead and get him some young coochie. He's getting tired of your ass too. So at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to have a, a wedding number three on Bravo, we won't stand for it, okay? But fuck the Real Housewives. Let's talk about my new favorite show in the whole entire world. It's Married to Medicine LA on Bravo. I like that show. My favorite character or cast member on the show is Britton, Dr. Britton, the one that live in LA. Her family's back in um, Orlando. I love. I just love to see black women doctors. I just think that is, like, awesome. And even the wives this season, they bring a lot to the table. Um, one of them looked like Heavenly's daughter, though. Looked like she's Heavenly's sister down the road. I think, you know, I always think, like, I think that Phaedra and Heavenly's related. And I also think that girl Shanice or Shanique is related to Heavenly, too. I think Heavenly's the real plug in this whole Bravo situation. But, yeah, I think everybody brings something good to the show. And, um... I think it's a good thing. Um, I love the doctor show. I was watching it one day. And I was like, oh, God, why I didn't become a doctor? But then I remembered that I wasn't a fan of science. And it's not my thing. Like I said, everything ain't for everybody. So <clears throat> let's go to, go talk about that for a little bit. That everything ain't for everybody. You know, I, that's the thing I don't like about it, places like Instagram. Although Instagram motivates a lot of people, they don't realize, though, that everybody can't do everything. Like, for example, I love beauty. I love the beauty business. I love hair. I love nails. I love, like, everybody that do it. But And I love, like, to see people like Crazy Hands and Bam from Philly. I love to see people like that make money. I, I think, like, wow, you just made $500 doing that. But in the end of the day, I don't want to stand on my feet and make $500. I don't have to deal with this girl, her nasty, stinking ass hair to make $500. Or I don't want to have to worry about if I cut it the wrong way, I got to take the tracks out. It's just not for me. And I know how to do hair. People don't know that about me. If you know me, you know I could bust down a weave in a second for you in a heartbeat. But it's just not my calling. Okay? Or another thing um, that I like, I love makeup. And I know that if I go take some classes... I can go ahead and do makeup, but the reality of it is, I leave that to Glammy Mammy, my girl Antoinette. I leave that to Olabisi. I leave that. I leave that to people who it's their calling. Now, don't get me wrong. I do a lot of things. You know, I cook. That's something that I picked up when I was living in New Jersey by myself. I loved it. It was really like therapy for me. But then I was like, we need to get some money off of this. I love real estate. Love it to freaking death. I love real estate. And now I'm also into another genre, which is finance. And I love finance. And I feel like those are the things that I do that I'm really good at. And I love entertainment. But I don't try to, like, 
do everything that especially things that just ain't my testimony you know it's just not my thing it's not my calling so i want you guys to remember that like everything that somebody does just because you said just because you see them do it well that doesn't mean it's for you for an example like nipsey everybody like oh it's a nipsey in your hood like i said earlier i don't believe there's a nipsey in my hood and i can sit here and think a hundred hours if there's a nipsey in my hood and i'm telling you i cannot come up with one person who who makes me think they're a nipsey if anything i'm more of a nipsey than these niggas so i don't believe there's another nipsey i don't even think you know i've watched networks try to recreate another tiana smalls it's just not another tiana smalls there's not a lot of people when you have that light that glow there's not a lot of people that can be like you so when you guys are seeing all these girls make money by oh she could do it i can do it i want you to understand that that's not true if she can do it you can do it there's a lot of things that i see that people can do that i can't do for an example some women can stay with a man that had a baby on them that's they don't give a shit they got their nigga they happy that ain't me. That ain't my tabernacle. That ain't my that ain't my thing. You understand what I'm saying? Some people could wear belly shirts. I got a big belly. I'm not wearing a belly shirt. It's not my tabernacle. I've seen people copy everything I've done or everything my sister has done or everything someone else on Instagram has done. And they don't realize that a lot of people that you follow that you think is doing so much ain't even doing that much. They just fronting. And you trying to follow the fronting and you're not realizing that there's work that go into it. Just like balancing all this. Like I'm balancing two careers and talking to you guys and cooking and being a good mom. And I got to have sex with my husband. I got to do stuff like that. That takes a lot. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to have some big titties to fill this bra. Okay. And that's for everybody. That's for everybody. There's a lot of things I would love to do. Like I said, I was watching Married to Medicine. I was like, damn, I could have been a doctor. But then it hit me. No, bitch, you couldn't have been a doctor. It just wasn't in your cards. Okay? So I hope that that message helped you today. And I have another message before I go. Okay? Keep that same energy. Okay? For an example, people will not show up to your events or not show up to your wedding or not get your child a gift for uh christmas or whatever it may be somebody personal in your life they may just think they could just do whatever they want to do to you right and then when their time come around you're supposed to be so fucking excited let me explain something i want everybody in 2019 to keep that same fucking energy. Because if you, the way you treat me is the way I'm going to treat you. The way you act towards me is the way I'm going to act towards you. You don't call me, I don't call you. You don't support me, I don't support you. That's how we're giving it up. We're not worried about haters this year. We're not worried about people the naysayers. We're worrying about people who's giving that same energy. And now you make me think like, wow, I'm going to really take... Uh, a real class on energy because I've been really into this energy stuff lately and I feel like I'm becoming more successful now because I'm surrounding myself by people with great energy for example my sister she went and deleted her um, Instagram and everything because she didn't want to deal with the energy she was around like hater energy you know and she all of a sudden she like cleansed her life she's down with the the green and she's just not green, like not weed, but just like eating better. Her skin looks good. 
And you can tell her energy is great. And that's why I tell you guys, if you're feeling low, you're feeling down, you're feeling like you can't make it to the next level, that's because your energy around you is fucked up. And that could be your mom, that could be your dad, that could be your baby father that's fucking you every night, just bringing you bad energy. And what I'm going to say is just stay away from bad energy, energy, but... Let them know that they better keep that same energy. If you was not excited about my wedding or we got into a little bit of argument so you didn't want to come to my wedding or you didn't like something I said so you didn't come to my wedding, don't send me a motherfucking invite to your wedding because I ain't coming. I'm not wasting my good gift. I'm a good gift giver. I don't give $50 for somebody's wedding. It's always $100 and up. And I'm going to come through. I'm going to make your event great. I'm going to be like partying when nobody else want to dance. I'm that girl when I go to an event. So I'm not going to sit there and waste my energy on you. And you couldn't do it for me. So like I said, today's lesson is you can't do everything that everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter if one person is successful in something. doesn't mean you're going to be successful in it. It doesn't mean it's your calling, even if you are able to do it. doesn't mean it's something that you should stick with. You understand what I'm saying? And... You got to treat people the way they treat you. That's the only way they're going to learn, okay? <laughs> and before I leave, you guys know I always like to give a shout-out. Like I said earlier, I want to give a shout-out to the whole Smalls family. I want to give a shout-out to my awesome, awesome, awesome husband. Because you can't be afraid to tell your man that he's awesome. I want to give a shout-out to my man, um, Cass. I want to give a shout-out to um, some of my new friends, Mike Keegan, uh, we've really been like working together hard and we're going to get to that next level. And that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? I want to give a shout out to my parents who celebrated 35 years last, like last week or two weeks ago. And it's like awesome that they did that. And I want to shout out my good friend Vtox body. Oh my God. I tried her clean coochie foam and I really like it. Don't get me wrong. I know you're not supposed to put soap down here or water. You know, you're supposed to only put water. But let me tell you something. This is a natural product. And this is not an ad. This is some real shit. I loved it. Like, I just really loved it. Like, she gave me other products before. But I was like, okay, that was okay. But this one is, like, magnificent. So, I want you guys to check out at VTOX Body. I shout her out on our first show. And I want you guys to show her um, some love. There's a few other people I want to shout out, but I can't remember right now. So uh, I'll remember for next week. I'll write out all my shout outs, okay? And I want you guys to make sure that you follow me at Coach Cooch, C-O-A-C-H, C-O-O-C-H. And let me know how you like this, this show today. I think I had a good time talking to you guys. I gave you guys all the tea, so you better be ready for it, okay? All right, once again, it's your girl, Tiana Smalls. A.K.A. Coach Cooch. You're listening to In My Bag Podcast, Episode 4. Thank you guys for showing me love. Make sure you subscribe. If you're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And also, don't forget to tell a friend because that's how we get the word out. Word of mouth is the best marketing. All right, guys. Thank you so much. See you next time. Peace.